Welcome back to one of our high value short form episodes where Joe and I will pack as much information for you guys to take back into your day to day lives. The topic we're going to discuss today is our five pillars of well being. Joe and I talk from a subjective point of view from our beliefs and also research we continue to do to provide as much value for you all as possible. First off, Joe, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I tell you the five pillars of well being? First thing that comes to mind is probably describing well-being and what my interpretation of that is, which will probably be something along the lines of how an individual feels about themselves and the life, maybe, or their life, I should say. So, although open to interpretation, my meaning would be how someone feels about themselves and their life, whether it be physiological, psychological, or social. I think those things as a whole come into play when you're talking about sort of the five pillars of someone's well-being. This Mm -hmm. is our one, anyway. Yeah, the, the areas I kind of think of when I hear well-being are like, you might just think of physical fitness. I think of you know, physical well-being, you've got mental well-being, emotional well-being, social well-being, spiritual, financial well-being, a whole range of things. That, that's kind of where I think when it comes to, you know, when someone says well-being, I normally just first away think, which part? You know, there's so much that actually goes into all of it. Mm-hmm. Even like people won't even think of financial well-being, but the stress which financial problems can cause for people is a whole certain well-being problem on its own. But in terms of the five pillars of well-being, Joe and I have sat down and we've, you know, we talked about if there were five areas which would help people and has helped us, you know, talk about well-being as a whole, what would those five areas be? And what's the first one for you? I'm going to go with connection. So to connect, um, and I guess the interpretation around that could be, well, actually, no, I'll say connection and I'll let you sort of answer what that means to you. If I say connection, yeah. and that sort of pillar of well-being, what does that mean to you? So connection to me, I think social relationships. So I think with my friends, with my family, you know, not toxic relationships, but good, proper connections with people that you love that that's what i think of when i think connection i don't think you know meeting someone and you know being acquaintances with them i think proper good friends hanging out talking about ways which we can prove each other you know self-improvement i'm big on that i'm big on you know looking into the future like who are the people around me the people that have my back the people that support me and I will support them through thick and thin. That's what I think with connections. And just from a stat point of view, as everyone knows, I love my stats and studies, <laughs> is social relationships are critical for promoting well-being, and they can add up to 7.5 years to a person's life. Wow. People with strong social relationships have a 50% increased likelihood of survival compared to those with weak social relationships. And I think it comes back to a point of, you know, everyone can be like, where are these numbers from? But it comes back to the point is, if you go to a point where you're lonely, and if you go to a point where you have healthy relationships with people that care for you and love you dearly, which one do you feel better in? And I will go to the one where I have connections of deep, loving people. And a lot of people aren't lucky enough to have that. But I hope that they're able to find that at some point in life, because that's one thing I'm truly treasuring, especially at the start of 2024 and the effect that's had on me. Love that, mate. That's really well said. Really well said. I think um, the the flip side of connection with others and that sort of social value that you can gain from being around sort of like-minded people, like your friends and family, those you sort of hold dear and the values that you sort of can 
again, connect with, um, for a better phrase, I think also connection with yourself, I think is really important, sort of not only connecting with others, but also sort of knowing what works best for you and not because of it's you're around other people, that makes sense. So getting comfortable in your own skin, um, being comfortable on your own as well. I know you said earlier you'd, you'd far rather be around your sort of loved ones and friends and family, but also I think it's being comfortable being able to be on your own as well um, and sort of get inside your own head and really tackle those things head on when they are bothering you. So I think connection is a two-parter. I think definitely what you just said spot on about being around your loved ones and friends and family, providing they're giving you that value and that social value you can get from being around those people, but yeah. also connection with yourself as well. I think we can get a little bit lost on that and sort of surround ourselves with people almost too much and sort of um, yeah. hide behind that a little bit uh, and not actually sort of get to grips with us as a, as a person, sort of you, you individually. But yeah, absolutely spot on. Kind of use it as an excuse. That's a really good point. I didn't think about that as uh, aspect of things. And what advice would you kind of give, or if any, you know, for someone to be more comfortable in themselves? Like, because like, you're a very secure guy. I've become very secure in myself. But I was trying to think when you were saying that, were there any aspects we could give to people to potentially look at avenues of trying to be more comfortable in yourself? Or do you think that's more of like a maturity thing that comes with age? Maturity definitely comes into it. I think when you're younger, I think the sort of social climbing thing can be really pushed on to young adults between yeah. sort of ages of sort of 16 to 18. Sort of social status is massive. The older you get, the more you realize that actually sometimes people want to be on their own and, and actually they get a lot more value from that. And I think if you are kind of the more introverted person, which believe it or not, I am, I think I need to be away from people sometimes to sort of recharge my batteries. And the more you get to grips with what works best for you as a person, no matter what age you are, do those things that work best for you. So if you feel like you need to be around people all the time, fine. Because I know people that are like that. They need to be around people 24 hours a day, and that's how they get their jollies. They work best with that way. I, I, I like being around people, don't get me wrong. My job requires me to. I've got a big family. But equally, there are times in the week where I need to be away from them, and they know me best now. They know me, and I, I communicate that. So mm. for me, the thing that stands out most at what I just said is, is communication. If you communicate that with your with your friends and loved ones, they'll understand it. If they don't, they're not worth having around. They aren't your they, they aren't your sort of friends. Exactly. You might have they were prior to that. So um, that'll be my word of advice: is communication and really working out what works best for you in those social environments. If you aren't comfortable, take yourself out of it and find something that works best for you. Yeah, I love that. My uh, my second pillar of well being is staying active. What, what's your what's your view on that? Oh, mate, I mean, we we speak almost. We talk every, about it all the time, but for the sake of this, and, and we will every week moving forward. I think it's the biggest thing. I mean, this is why I do what I do for a living. Um, this is why I got into personal training in the first place, and I've continued to add strings to my bow around that. Um, like you know, I think being active for me, physically active has no doubt sort of changed and sort of saved my life. If it wasn't able to be active, my life would look very, very different to how it does now. I rely on it probably too much. Um, like you, I need to have an element of being physically active in my life to sort of keep harmony. Uh, like so many other people... Oh, it, it does keep me sane. One, one million percent. You know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a far better person to be around when I've been to the gym, I've gone for a walk, gone for a run, you know, played rugby with my mates. That Those things for me are integral to uh, peace and harmony in my life, for sure. Yeah. What about you? Uh, mate, I think you would have said exactly what I would have said. We talk about this so much. If you listen to the longer form podcast, Joe and I couldn't be more big on just getting outside you know even if it's not 
steps you said this in one of the episodes we did even if it's not like ten thousand steps being outside talking to people being active you know living a sedentary lifestyle is you know in my opinion the new smoking like it's killing people and you have things like stats remember on the podcast we said um regular physical activity can reduce the risk of depression by up to 30 percent but only one in four adults will meet the global recommended levels of physical yeah. activity. Crazy. I was just like, that is nuts that that goes on. Like, I, I fully understand, you know, I work at the desk a lot as well, but prioritizing time to go outside and get active, you know, as, as minor as it may seem, the effects it has, not just for my work, but for my relationships and my own, you know, mental health and well-being as a whole is night and day. Yeah, um, we talk about this all the time. We can. We're going to talk about it for the rest of our lives. Please, please, if you're listening to this, use this as a reminder. Get outside today if you haven't. Go outside. Be active, even if it's just being in the sun. I know it's a bit cold outside at the moment, but the sun's so nice when it's on that cold mm-hmm. day. Putting your phone away, going for a walk doesn't have to be big. Just be outside and be active because the majority of the population are not. And I think yeah. that's where you can one up. Absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. Also, I think adding on to that, I think it's important that the our sort of listeners, viewers, when you are watching our sort of video edits and the longer formats and the podcasts, is we talk about rugby a lot because it's so close to home for us. But I think it's really important that our sort of viewership understand that we are promoting all levels of exercise, no matter what it is, no matter who it is for, because there is something out there for everyone, no matter what sort of age, shape and size you are, there is something out there for everyone to help benefit your mental and physical well-being. And we are such promoters of just being outside, being active, uh, and the, the, the bonuses from that are, yeah, endless are genuinely end it. So, um, yeah, big on it. And if you are one of those people who found something more recently, let us know. If you, if you, if you found yourself inspired by Tom and I or any of the amazing guests we've had on, do let us know what's worked best for you. If you found something recently, whether it be bowls, a stamp collector society, you've joined anything you found that's really benefited you physically, mentally, do let us know in the comments. Cause it's so important that you, we, we hear from you guys as well. Yeah. I love that. Do you want to go on to the, third one i guess it relates to pillar number one um is taking notice so if i say taking notice what would that mean to you taking notice see the the way i tried to do this was i wanted to really think at the time so we could have sat there and prepared you know this is our script for taking notice but i really wanted to be you know, this is the first time yeah. I've heard this and give my honest views. But taking notice yeah. for me would be, you know, taking notice of people's feelings around me and also taking notice of myself, getting to properly understand me. And that kind of linked into point one, as you said. Yeah. But, you know, being socially aware of if you're affecting someone, you know, like you said before, you're a better person when you exercise. I think by that point is being aware that you are a better person and then you can go into your day-to-day life and you you know you don't need to upset people or you don't need to stress about these things and you're fully aware of you know who you are yourself and everything as well what what will be your what have you got written down mate word for word almost exactly what you just said so i think it's being aware of how we know each other too well now. <laughs> yeah, it's getting annoying now so much read, read your brain 
you've absolutely obliterated it, mate. He's been he smashed it. So uh, it's it's, a, it's, an, it's an overall awareness of yourself and others. So you you you, mate, you absolutely took that other part there. It's perfect. So I think it's also one thing I'd add to that. I've got written down here is understanding your triggers. Now that might not make sense to a lot of people either listening to this is understanding what triggers you in some way. So I think it's really becoming aware and taking notice of if you are in a, I, I, I could speak for myself in this, if I'm in a public place and I find myself being slightly overwhelmed by what's going on around me, is if I remove one or all of those things that are triggering me, I'm instantly going to feel better. So I think if you are one of those people who are triggered by noise, you know, flashing lights, people around you, or a person, removing those things can be really important to, to sort of benefiting yourself moving forward. So understanding your triggers and I think becoming aware and, and I guess taking notice of it, I think it's really, really important because we can spend a lot of our lot of our time as people just sort of thinking that it's normal. Um, what is normal, right? I think and, and sort of normalizing behaviors that aren't, Completely aren't okay. If it's bothering you, then you can do something about it. Love that. My uh, fourth pillar was learning and mm -hmm. this is something i took for granted i think as we're in a position and if you're listening to this you're in a position where you can learn and you can completely 180 your life if you want to you know for example with us i took the time to learn podcasting i took the time to learn seo the marketing side of it how to make thumbnail design. This is just from a completely my point of view. But from that, it gave me a ton of purpose. You know, it was the purpose that was in my life to be able to have this platform of inside of mind where we can do this now. It allowed me the platform to meet some amazing people to go into what I finally want to go in. And this is why I'm so big on studies. This is why I'm so big on learning all the time just learn 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 it keeps my brain fresh but it also most importantly gives me a purpose and i think that's the one thing in life that a lot of people are lacking is a purpose and i think a lot of people are lacking purpose because they aren't trying things and they aren't learning things and as soon as i started trying things a lot of them were wrong but it gave me my purpose and it allowed me to learn more and meet more people and allowed me to have an overall feeling of happiness now in the long run so that's such a minor one and people might disagree but the ability to learn constantly is has been massive for me and i had a few stats here of lifelong learning can slow cognitive decline by up to 38 percent and engaging in learning activities can increase self-esteem and feelings of competency and i couldn't agree more i wanted to get your view on that as well Mate, drop the mic. That was unbelievable. That was very, very, very well said. Like, I, I, that's, um, yeah, taking it by surprise a little bit. That was, that was amazing. So good on you. Um, I think we are always, it sounds really cliche, but I think you could say that we are always learning. Maybe, like you said earlier, we can take for granted a few things. And one thing I took away from, well, a few things I could take away from seeing Troy on our long format podcast, for those that haven't checked it out, our episode with Troy aired a couple of weeks ago and it was, um, it was amazing raw and emotional and one thing I, I took away from that that i've learned is journaling so starting to write things down when things are either bothering you or you're in a good place or a bad place or it's a confusing place or just writing things down and this is becoming more of a, a trend now which i i sort of i'm all for and um obviously with our sort of notorious notebooks and stuff is writing things down 
when things are good, bad, ugly, whatever they may be. And I think when you when you go back and look on them, you can really learn from those instances. I would say mistakes. Um, I'm not a massive believer in saying that mistakes, because they are just learning curves at the day. Yeah, yeah, massively. So I think these are learnings, and when you can write things down, you can look, you can look back on them. Whereas most of my day, I forget. Once I've gone to bed, I forget about it. And writing things down, it can it can make it more prevalent, and you can really learn from those instances and and move forward. And like we said, be be a better person, sort of mentally, physically, spiritually, as a result of those things. I love that. What would be your fifth pillar then? Going into end it on a high. Yeah, I think one thing that's really big for me that I've really tried to focus on in certain the last couple of years and becoming more aware of that is giving. So if I put okay. giving down, just as a word, what does that? Um, what's your interpretation of just giving? I don't think it's necessarily an interpretation for me, but I am the type of guy who would look after other people more than I look after myself. And I give a lot of my time a lot of you know whether that's money or whatever it is volunteering doing things that gives me like i said before a proper purpose and a sense of achievement as well that from my point of view giving there's little people in the world who would be in a more privileged position than you know we are you know being able to do this you know being able to have food on the table a house over our heads and i think being able to give back to people who don't have that or being able to help friends um in ways that you don't need to go and talk about online you don't need to boast about that gives me such a sense of achievement so i completely Mm -hmm. agree more that for my well-being is huge i've always been like that is you know giving people whether even if it's just advice you know you don't have to give them you know cash but give them a helping hand give them a start if someone started a business promoting their platform on your page or you know giving them the help that you've made mistakes from is so rewarding i don't know how you feel about it again just adding on to what you just said i think we're in an immensely privileged position not just because of our you could say upbringing and the, the the opportunities that we've been given is ultimately i think through the journeys that you and i both had and you and i both had very different journeys but again very similar in some ways as well i think yeah we are in a position where we can use this um ever-growing platform that we, we've the, the opportunity that we've got through this to help other people who might not be in that same privileged position to get the advice and pay for the the very expensive help that it can be through therapy or all those sort of avenues that you and I have both taken advantage of or had the opportunity to be given for example is you know, NHS waiting lists on mental health advice is just it's ridiculous how long people are waiting for this so people who and everyone or most people have access to the internet and they have access to Instagram for free for the most part. And if they see us on this and we are able to give those snippets of advice to people that you and I are both experienced and we aren't experts, but we are people who have been through things and we've learned along the way. And it's it's just like, like we said beforehand, this platform that we were able to give to people is it's free. We, you and I do this and we want to be able to give out, give back to the people that either aren't able to or aren't as privileged as you and I to be able to access it. So mm-hmm. for me, giving is the reason why I started doing this in the first place is to help someone like me five, six, ten years ago who might have felt a bit lost, who didn't have that sense of purpose that you and I have been speaking about, Wax Lyrical, is being able to do that for someone is the, ho- the only reason as to why I did this in the first place. Exactly. Mate, couldn't agree more. Yeah. So 
for those of you listening to this that's gonna be the end of our episode here these are our combined five pillars of well-being joe and i as we said are incredibly grateful to be able to do these episodes for you guys so if you do enjoy them whether you're listening to this will be only listening so this will be on spotify your apple Podcasts, wherever get in contact with us on instagram we want to see you guys involved if you want to join our groups if you want to just interact with our instagram send us dms chat to us more or go on our youtube and drop a subscribe and a like on the longer format of the podcasts which are going to be some amazing ones coming out soon but for the meantime we hope you found a ton of value and these are our five combined well-being pillars thanks for watching take it easy guys Wait, that was awesome. Jeez. Your, um, Jeez. your video.